most people like abandon like in a fast a month or two, I think. But we yeah, don't go yeah. there. Yeah, they don't really like three percent of the people do twelve podcasts. Is that right? It's We're like a crazy. Do 12. No. You know crazy. what? Even if we do uh, like a 10, 15 minute is our first episode, let's get it out, right? And yeah. and just keep improving. That's all we can do is keep improving, yeah. learn a little bit every time. We'll get there. It'll just yeah. we'll just have fun. We just giggle. Yes. Giggle through it. So hello everybody. This is our very fast AI breakout. How are you guys today? Yes. How are you? Great. So good. We spent the last one hour setting up everything, but we are finally here. We are moving and we are hearing each other. So it's a great start. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And I just want to start with appreciate you guys for spending so much time and energy for this project. We, we've been planning to do this for the last, I think, nearly two months now. And we are doing this very fast episode today. I think this is very so special. Fun. So I appreciate each one of you. Fazana, Victoria, Debbie, thank you. We thank, oh, thank you. you to Dow for doing this and for being our tech guy and for being so <laughs> patient with us because um, I think you were the only one that was okay and we all had our struggles, but we're getting there. Thank you to We're Dow. getting there. <laughs> At least people can see our face. Yeah. And it is We appreciate that. Very fast episode. We just want to introduce ourselves a little bit. So we are four life coaches. And actually, AI Breakout, our AI stands for authentic individuals. And I think it's important to introduce each one of us. And we are four certified life coaches. And I just want to share our background and who we are a little bit today. Okay, who goes awesome. first? You want to start? <laughs> You're our leader. I think should we I should start, start today. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Tell right. us a little bit about why you got into coaching. All right. Well, so I'm Tadao. I'm originally from Japan, but I moved to Australia 10 years ago. And two years ago, I came to the States. And I, I was working as a restaurant manager for the last 10, 10 years. So through my work, I met a lot of young people and I saw so much potential in them. But I think just because our working environment, especially in hospitality, that could be very toxic and we are very underappreciated. It's very difficult for those people to actually realize their potential. And I decided to be a life coach because I really loved creating safe environment for my team members and creating positive understanding environment could unlock their true potential. And for the last few years, I was just doing it as a restaurant manager and I really didn't think about becoming a life coach, but last year, you know, something was calling and I, I was feeling that I need to change something and I wanted to bring 
my management skill to a different level. And that's when I decided to be a life coach. And life coach is about meeting people at where they are and not putting any assumption to it. And I learned a lot last year while studying to be a life coach. We went to the same school and the environment we created together, which was very safe and you guys are really understanding and we always appreciate each other, respect each other. In that environment, I could remove my limiting beliefs and I wanted to expand the safe space to much bigger world. And that's the reason why I originally wanted to start this podcast. But as a life coach, uh, I just want to be other people's safe space, which I didn't have when I was younger. And I know when people feel appreciation and respect, that would make a really huge impact in somebody's life. I want to ask you today how... I know just from my little bit of travel in different countries, sometimes it's very mm-hmm. intimidating. So you came all the way from Japan and landed in Australia mm-hmm. and you could only speak a few words of English. Is that correct? That's my understanding. Belly tiny little English. Yeah. How intimidating <laughs> was that? Like, were mm. you afraid? Like, finding a job? Was all that difficult getting your visa? Like you must've gone through a lot to be able Mm -hmm. to be in the U S to begin with. I really, well, I knew I could communicate with people, but uh, I was having a difficult time when I really don't understand other people. That was a struggle. And you know, when, when you're in a different country and when people are talking in a different language, your mind goes to a negative way. Maybe they are talking something bad about me. Maybe Mm -hmm. they're judging the way I speak. But then I realized most of those conversations was just happening inside of my brain. Mm -hmm. And people are talking nothing about me. (laughs) But like I was having that conversation in me. So that was a little bit difficult, but I learned how to deal with it. And tell I tell you what's helped me so much um, in just in general, like going to the gym and telling my son, I was like, I know everybody in there is like, why is that lady in here? She doesn't know how to use any of the machines. Like, why is she in here? And my son looked at me and he was like, that is so narcissistic for you to think that they think that much of you that they're talking about. <laughs> like they're worried about their workout. They're worried about their machines and what's going on in their life. He said, mom, I promise they don't even notice you. And I needed to hear that because I do. I was feeling like self-conscious, like, uh, what if I fall down on the treadmill or, you know, what if I can't keep up in the class or whatever? And he's like, you're being narcissistic to think that anybody's even noticing you're in the room. And I was like, okay, well, thank you. (laughs) You know, like, let me limp back to my Mm -hmm. little space over here. But I think that um, we do get in our own head and we do overthink Mm. things. Definitely. Just like this podcast, I think that if we 
allow ourselves, we could actually talk ourselves out of doing this because it is uncomfortable and it is mm-hmm. not, I don't think any of us really thought we would be here together, the four of us doing this, you know, but it's so much fun. And, and I think there are people out there that need to hear that. I just commend you for your tenacity because mm-hmm. I know it's been hard for me being in Guatemala mm-hmm. and I don't speak any Spanish, which is my bad because right. I've been there almost a year, but I was studying this stuff for this course. So it, yeah, it's difficult to make those changes. No, I mean, I am sort of in awe of you today because of everything that you've done and what you've overcome. And, and you have to remember this, if you ever worry about um, the language, remember this, that you can speak to all of us in English, but if we were to have a conversation with you in Japanese, that's not going to happen. Remember that. <laughs> that's one of the hardest languages to learn. I was going to say, when you, when you find yourself in a position where you don't have language anymore to connect to someone, mm-hmm. like what, what did you find out about connection itself when there's no language as mm. a possibility? Was there some mm, some way that you were able question. to differently connect or express your kindness or your understanding of people when language I'll wasn't always tree, available? Just smiling. Yeah. But For to be me, honest, like, yeah, like your facial expression is very important, even though we don't understand each other's mm-hmm. language. And no matter what happens, I always try to smile. Yeah. That helped me a lot. And when you really don't understand other people, other language, or even you live in different countries, so you have a different culture. If you don't understand any of these, don't think too much. Because, right. you know, like when you really don't understand anything, sometimes you feel like you're offended and you try to make the issue even bigger ones. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was a racism. Maybe it was a sexism, but like most of the time, it's not that you're just thinking too much. Me not being able to speak the language where I live makes me appreciate y'all even more because I can come together with people that are like-minded that are doing the same thing with this coaching program and all that we've learned, but we've also learned how to communicate among the four of us being from different areas and different places. It's just been super special to me because Mm. I think all my life I've taken friendships maybe for granted, you know, to a degree because I just always would put off going to lunch with that friend or put off going to do something with that person. And Like now my best friend that I've had since third grade is suffering from Alzheimer's disease and she can't pick up the phone and call me. She can't text me. And that has affected me um, and made me realize just how rich of of a group we are together, just how rich and y'all just feel like a warm quilt to me, you know, just Mm. like, a warm quilt and a warm fire in the middle of a, of a winter day. And I think that we do take things like that for granted. 
sometimes. I know I did. And so I'm grateful for y'all and I'm grateful that we have come together and that we're like-minded and we're all trying to do the same thing, which is just to reach out and help people slow down a little bit and enjoy life a little bit more and take off some of the stress and worry that really is in our head. You know, that we really Mm. do just think about things to worry about, which is crazy, but that's just what human, human nature has done to us. I think. You're going to make me cry, Victoria. (laughs) Don't make me cry. Are you crying on our our very first episode? I mean, (laughs) it's just y'all are my people. Y'all are my group. Mm. Y'all are, y'all are my faves. And (laughs) I've, you know, I've never had a problem having friends and I've always been there to listen to them, but I've never had that connection that I have with y'all. And that's saying something at my, at my age that we won't disclose at this point, but <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Like it's really, when you look back over the years of the different friends that you've had in the different relationships, just to to know that I can call any of y'all at any time of the day or night and say, mm. I need you. I, I really mm. need to talk to you. And and you'll listen and you'll be there. It is like that warm quilt. It is like that fire. And you can almost hear the crackling on this podcast if you listen very well. <laughs> fire <laughs> crackling in the background. And I think also, uh, Victoria, I'm also getting at that stage in that age where as you get older, you're very discerning about the people that you hang around with. Absolutely. Time is really precious. Mm-hmm. And you want to make the most of that time. And you want to stay with people that uplift you, that make you laugh. I think it's so important. Laughter is so key. And and people that are kind, you know, mm-hmm. um, and compassionate. I, I've been sort of... I hate to say this, but I've been weeding out certain people that drain me, that seem to just take my energy. And mm. there is a time when you just have to cut out the things that are you feel are like toxic in your life. And I'm sure that's a whole other podcast. But um, I, I totally understand what you're saying. Every time we connect, we have a good giggle. We laugh. It's fun, you know. You're all so patient today. You are the most patient. You're like a little, you're a, a saint, right, because... You know, we have our struggles with the technology and we're learning. We're going to get better, I'm sure. But it's there's just so much kindness. And I think we've said this before, and I'm going to say it again today, you are so kind. And to me, that is like one of the most important. You know, I, I value people that are kind because it's so easy to go the other way. You know, mm. it's so easy to throw out, um, you know, horrible remarks and 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 take advantage of situations and be cruel. There are a lot of people who um, take so much joy out of being cruel, but you are so kind. Mm-hmm. And, and this group is so compassionate. So we, I think we've been very, very blessed to find each other. Absolutely. 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 Gabby, you're our lady of wisdom. We want to hear from you. Oh, <laughs> I do. I, I, I just love what you've all said and um, in reflecting on just the different chapters of life, you know, like Mm -hmm. I'm always in awe of how life brings in the people that we need for that time, you know, Mm -hmm. and 
It's not that we move, uh, we don't even necessarily have to like say drop friends or family members that we might be close to at a time. It's that sometimes we just gravitate to others because of life circumstances and um, and then because we're at that place, like we are, we all moved through a certain program and a, a time in our life where we were expanding as life coaches. And so then naturally we, we found each other in that mix um, and, and that we get to just keep expanding on that um, relationship and, and our connection with each other. It's so beautiful and it just enhances the life I already had with all of the friendships and family and, and experiences that I already had. And now I get to have all of this special time with you. And, um, and that just it always like, I love that flow of life and I just have to remain open, you know, because I can get really set in my ways or set with my certain friends or, or the people that I want to spend time with that may or may not be available. Mm. You know, I can, I've learned to just kind of adapt and let, and let a little bit more of, of life flow. And then I end up in all these beautiful places when I do that. And that's what I see with you Tadao, is just your openness, leaving your home country and um, setting out on a journey that you're still on. Um, just letting, letting what needs to flow in come. And, um, and I was wondering Tadao, if any part of that journey influences your coaching or has any part in your coaching where, um, where you are um, curious about other people's journeys um, mm. in your, their cultural um, experiences um, coming in or out of different countries or trying to do what you did, which is to start a life somewhere completely abroad and different. Absolutely. Because, what I thought really normal back in Japan, it could be something extraordinary in, in other country. And it's same for other people. Like if they come from overseas and starting their new life, it's not an easy journey. They need a lot of adjustment and they need to see the world with totally different perspective. Mm -hmm. So I think it affected how I coach people as well it made me you know like when you experience something and if you get hurt that's gonna be your wisdom mm -hmm. so like I understand people's pain more deeply because of the experience I had so this journey definitely affected me more to what's, be compassionate but what's beautiful is you've turned your pain into purpose Right. You're using your pain for purpose. And I think that's a beautiful thing to go through things that are painful or go through wounds that we can turn into wisdom or whatever and still give to others and still yeah. pour out for others and still, you know, be that endless fountain, you know, to feed others and to water others. And we, we're just planting seeds, right? Always, our whole lives, we're yeah. planting seeds. And someone comes along behind us and waters the seed. And then someone comes along and weeds around the seed so that it can grow, which I think is such a beautiful, like, Debbie, like you're talking about, just the flow of life. And mm. um, 
I think some people are put in our lives for a season, some for a reason, and some forever. You know, right? It's just uh, a beautiful thing that we all have and that we can share with the world. You know, our different experiences and and different things that we've gone through. I just really didn't want to repeat the same pain I had. Right. Yeah. I wish was, that I had known that at your age, not to repeat the same pain. Mm. I wish I could fast uh, rewind, not fast forward. But I think that I always thought it was me. It was something wrong with me. So maybe it would be different with this person or, you know, this could be fixed with that or whatever. And, and now I know, especially from going through this course that I'm not broken, you know, I'm complete. And, um, I, I think I just would love for everybody to know that they're not broken, that they're really not, you know, so many people are, well, everybody you know nowadays is, oh, I'm broken or I'm shattered or I'm this or I'm that. And we're really all complete. We have everything we need to make a situation work or not. It's just how we view it and our limited beliefs. So I think that's a beautiful thing. And and I'll be honest, until I heard Jay Shady say it the first time, I was like, oh, I'm broken and I just you know, I just want to help people not be broken or whatever. And Mm. none of us are broken. So that's pretty cool that, you know, that we learn that through it. And also, I think we all have to remember that we all would not be in this place if we hadn't had all the experiences. So every experience that we have gone through Mm -hmm. has brought us to this place. So I never believed it until a little while ago that everything happens for a reason you don't mm. always understand it but things that happened to me when I was 18 and and 21 and things like that I never understood at the time why that happened and oh my god now I look back and I totally understand mm. the reason I had to go through that and and if that's a you know if anyone hears anything is that sit in whatever you go through yes. don't gloss over it Yes. You, if you have to feel the pain, feel the pain, but yes. sit through your emotions, experiencing, mm. experience them because they will teach you something. And mm. I think a lot of us were, I know I was definitely just wanting to get it over and done with, just wanting to put it past me. And I think that's the why, that's the reason why sometimes we repeat our mistakes mm-hmm. because we haven't learned the lesson from them and we haven't had the experience that we need from them. I just have to say that Debbie, listening to you, you always, and that's why I love you so much as well. I love all of you. And I, I'm going to say that for a very long time. Debbie, you, you always come with love. When you speak about something, you always come from a place of love. And that's just wonderful for me to hear. Because, you know, sometimes I will say things like that person's toxic. But you always give me a different perspective. And I love you for that. Yes. And I just wanted to say to Dow, um, coming from your your culture, what is the thing that you can say? Because sometimes we can have ne- negative, you know, we look at our culture. Mine's was very restrictive. I had a very strict um, upbringing. 
what is the one thing that you can say was the strength from coming from your family, your background? What is it that you think was the one strength that you brought with you? From Japan? Yeah. I think, you know, my mother was always saying that uh, I shouldn't treat others the way you don't want to be treated. Right. That's my motto of my life. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a Japanese culture, but my mother <laughs> taught me that way. Mm-hmm. And I always knew it's important to be kind, right. even though people don't treat me that way. I don't want to split hate. I always treat people with respect. I always want to treat people with appreciation. So what I learned from my mother is something I could use anywhere. Mm-hmm. And that was a big lesson I learned. And I just want to say I felt that I was not home when I lived in Japan. Right. So mm-hmm. when I found a place to be, I felt like I found a home. Mm-hmm. So it mm-hmm. was not all really difficult situation for me. I still love Japan, but because I moved to Australia and now I moved to the States, I learned a lot and I experienced a lot of pain, but Mm -hmm. I also gained a lot. Mm -hmm. And all the wisdom I learned from this experience in the last 10 years, that's why I'm here today. And I think I became more authentic because I had the experience. And now I want to spread what I learned with the world to help others. So now I'm in my serving season, I think. I just want to serve others. Yeah, yeah. that's beautiful. And, and that's what you're doing here as well, because somebody will hear your story and they will resonate with that and it will be their story as well, you know, mm. in a slightly different way. So you are reaching out to people here and then no doubt when you coach to doubt. Hopefully. I know. You're going to be wonderful. <laughs> yeah, be great. You'll be great. Enough of me. Who want to go next? <laughs> I think I this think whole that... episode, mm. is, that's it, right? I think we focused on to now. That's it. Yeah, I didn't know that, but it seems to have unfolded that way, which was good because it just kind of is like a feature of. Yeah, right. Because like when I started talking by myself, (laughs) I'm like, what I'm talking about? But like when you guys started to ask the question, everything like it went more naturally. So that's how I should carry on the time. I wonder if it's like a life hack or like a. Mm, just like a, a piece of wisdom that we're actually experiencing and catch I'm catching I think we keep catching that that when we when we stand up on a soapbox and and think we have to proclaim mm-hmm. something or at least maybe this is just me talking guys right but it feels like it feels less authentic because I feel like I go up into my head because I mm-hmm. know I'm supposed to deliver right. something and I'm expecting that to be delivered in a certain way for some result, you know, and it's like, ah, it messes with my authenticity and natural reaction and 
conversation. So really like, this is key. I feel like that conversation and curiosity about one another just kind of levels the, the playing field of life, you know, like everything's a ladder and everybody's higher than us or lower than us. We have this like comparison thing we do all the time. And so that pressure of now I'm speaking and I'm supposed to be this, what something bigger and better than I feel that I am. And mm. I, but this idea when someone just asked me a question or is just curious about me, I feel like I'm talking then to a friend and answering their question. So I think That's it does. Right. I feel like maybe the format we've stumbled upon is, mm-hmm. is everything. Yeah. I've never been one to follow all the rules. Um, I kind of scoot along the edge of the road sometimes or get in the dotted line. And to me, like, if I'm told I have to present something in such a way, it does get in my head and, and I can't perform to my fullest potential. But just sitting here talking to y'all as friends, I can say so much more and that I would never say if it was on script, if it was like, okay, well, I'm Victoria and I'm here because yada, 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 I'm going to bore y'all to death. But I think just bouncing back and forth with conversation, first of all, we pour out more because there is nothing expected. And so Mm -hmm. that, you know, no expectations, no disappointments kind of thing. So, yeah, I think that, I think that we have stumbled across something extremely beautiful because it is storytelling and it is curiosity and it's all of the things Mm. that brought us to this place that we sought knowledge. You know, how can we help others to do that? And I had a long conversation with someone today and, and basically what it came down to was you can't perform for people. You have to be authentic and set boundaries because people will push you as far as you let them. Oh, you know, absolutely. Especially, That's right. You know, especially if it's a controlling individual or whatever, they'll just push you and push you and push you until you feel like you're going to snap. And eventually you will, you know, we can't, we're not made to do that. We're not perform. We're not made to be robots or whatever. So I do think that it's such a beautiful experience that we all have and that we can share and that it is both productive and fulfilling. Right. It's very fulfilling to me, our conversations. All right. So it was our very first episode for AI Breakout. We try to be authentic, so we show you guys everything. <laughs> for watching today. <laughs> have a great day. I, I don't think they like can hear me. Oh, we lost it. Oh, man. That was perfect timing. That was perfect timing. If you can hear me, you can see me. Please shake Debbie online. Oh, no. You can, can you guys hear me? I'm here. Nobody can hear me. So just in case she's not back, we lost our beloved Debbie. Um, in an internet accident. <laughs> She's not with us tonight.